More than a week ago, Debo Samuel, one of the San Francisco 49ers standout weapons, requested a trade. This is something the 49ers have been aware of, uh, and they have wanted to make inroads on a long-term extension with Debo Samuel, want to make him one of the higher-paid receivers in the NFL. He has just been, as of now, unwilling to accept or engage in any offer or any discussion. And the reason for that, uh, from my understanding, is he simply wants to be elsewhere. And there are some questions and frustration from his standpoint about his usage. And he really is, he's a top receiver. He also takes a lot of hits, used like a running back, put all over the field. And he just does not sound like he is comfortable as of right now with the way he is being used. Welcome back to the program. So Debo Samuel, at least according to the report, Ian Rappaport, saying he's not comfortable with the way he's being used. And uh, obviously he's being used kind of as a Swiss Army knife and wants to be paid accordingly, uh, but feels himself more as a wideout than he does anything else and uh, feels like uh, the hits and such as a running back, that ultimately will shorten your career, which is the reason he wants to be paid. So interesting, Debo Samuel now considering or at least saying that he wants out of San Francisco. And basically, if that's the case, if that's true, that means that whomever gets him, you're going to have to pay him and guarantee him a ton of money if indeed you're going to use him in the same facet. Otherwise, he wants to be a wide receiver and go elsewhere and get out of the Shanahan system, which would then again be negating what you would want to do with him in Green Bay if, indeed, he would be coming to the Matt LaFleur system. Um, the likelihood of Debo Samuel ending up in Green Bay, I think, is is 95% of me says no. I'll never say never, but the the likelihood of that, to me, says no. I, I just don't think it's going to happen. And And for numerous reasons that we've already discussed, I think it's a fantasy. I think that um, that he is probably not um, financially. First of all, I don't know if the Packers could even uh, afford him. Now, I know Ian Rappaport, uh, he just tweeted this out moments ago. He said, among the teams to consider is the trade market for Debo Samuel, the Jets, the Packers, the Chiefs, and the Lions. Chiefs are looking for wideouts. Lions are looking for wideouts. Jets are looking for wideouts. And the Packers are looking for wideouts. I assume most other teams who uh, like really good players. I mean, that's what Debo Samuel is. It's, it's you're, you're, you're shooting fish in a barrel by saying, these teams need wide receivers. Duh. Now you look at the logistics of it, okay? The Packers, probably not. They're not going to trade to a competitive NFC team their best player, first and foremost. That's not going to happen. Secondly, a guy he's going to want 20-plus million a year. Easy. If not, maybe more like a Tariq Hill type of deal. The Packers aren't going to be able to afford that right now. The timing of this would just be bad. Unless you got him and it was the minimal for the first year and you guaranteed him a contract extension uh, that with guaranteed money, say, upwards of $100 bucks Over five years, six years. Okay. Then maybe you could you could woo him here. If indeed. now here's the other question, and, and Ronald says, why would Green Bay give up all of those draft picks for Samuel? Because and that's the other thing you're going to have to give up a lot, a lot to get him. 
uh, when they could fill uh, many of the key positions this year with all of those picks and uh, get them under the cap uh, for a, a, a lot less in the future and get position upgrades. Okay. Why would you give all those up? Because you have a two-year window. You know you got a legit shot at winning a Super Bowl over the next two years. With the team that you have, you add a guy like Debo Samuel, you got a legit shot. Um, I, I Look, if you can't afford Jarvis Landry, you're not getting Debo Samuel. You could pick up Jarvis Landry right now for that kind of money or less. But think about this, okay? Um, as much as you'd love to have him here, I would keep the picks. I think the smart move in both, I think um, you keep the picks. Just my opinion, but I think you keep the picks. Now, um, here's another question. Going for Jarvis Landry, people are talking about, well, he went. He was a good receiver till he went there, and then he just found a way to die. Well, didn't they say that about OBJ? Odell Beckham Jr., for all the craziness he can bring to a team, had he not gone down with injury, he could have ended up being the MVP of the Super Bowl before he went down with the injury. So your question is, because remember, he ended up, coming into that situation and became an instant connection between him and Cooper Cup with Matt Stafford. So they said the same thing about OBJ. He came out of Cleveland. He was like, he's washed up. He's a problem. We don't want him. And then he turned out to be a real asset to the Rams on their run to a Super Bowl. Jarvis Landry, you can say the same thing. He was a guy that was was considered a really good wide receiver. Goes to Cleveland, doesn't have great numbers, eyes washed up. Maybe it's playing with Baker Mayfield that can make you washed up. You take a guy like Jarvis Landry, a little bit less money, give him a legit shot, put him with a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, and maybe you can make headway. So would you rather trade away a ton of picks for Debo Samuel? Or would you say, well, we'll roll the dice with another good wide receiver that we might have to overpay a little bit. But if we if we can, by chance, find a way to get Jair in and keep him here, extend him here, redo Dean Lowry's contract, extend that, restructure it, maybe we can find enough money to keep a guy like Jarvis Landry in-house, not have to give up a ton of picks, still be able to fortify the team, and still have another good wide receiver. Maybe you go in that direction. I think I I, I just, uh, as much as in a dream world, Debo Samuel, for you and I sitting around the bar thinking about how good this offense could be, if indeed the Packers could pick him up, find him in the Matt LaFleur system, use him the same way. He's happy. He's finally getting the ball thrown to him by a real quarterback rather than Jimmy Garoppolo. Here we go. It's a, it's a great fantasy, but I think it's just a fantasy.
How much is it going to cost you in picks and in money? And do you really think the 49ers are going to trade him away to a conference team that's going to be competing for the conference? I just don't think that's going to happen. I'm sorry. I hate to be the big bucket of cold water. Again, I'm not saying never say never. Never say never. But I think it's a really, really, really long, long shot. Just my opinion. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hey, if uh, this time of year we're going to get some warm weather tomorrow. And warm weather, you know what that means. What does that mean? Uh, it basically means that um, you're going to start to see the movement of some other critters, maybe coming out of the woodwork, maybe starting to come out of the attic, coming out of the basement. Yep, you can have some bed bugs, a roach or two. Maybe it's those stink bugs, box elders, whatever. You get, you, you know what I mean. Um, look, I, I'm not saying you have them, but if you want to do some preventative maintenance, great. If you are, say, a building owner, apartments, condos, office building, and you've got critters running around. Now, they're not coming to your house to take a raccoon out of your attic or bats or anything like that. But the Milwaukee bed bug pros, they operate everywhere, everywhere. And all you got to do is call them. They are very discreet. They're good people. And you don't have to, if you got pets, like, you know, when I had pets, I didn't want to do anything around my house with chemicals. They're like, no, we got you. We got you covered. Don't worry about your pets. What about your kids? Don't worry about your kids. We got you. We'll explain it all. We got you covered. Call them for anywhere. One phone number, 414-877-5811. 414-877-5811. That's our friends at the MilwaukeeBedBugPros.com. MilwaukeeBedBugPros.com. If you got a hotel, whether it's a big one, a little one, an apartment complex, or just your house, I had them come out for the stink bugs. Stink bugs, because I hate them. And I wanted to make sure I didn't have them, like, infesting my attic or anything like that. They came out. They looked around. They're like, no, you're pretty good. We'll put a few things down. we got some things around upstairs. You should be good. Haven't seen a stink bug since. Not one. Not one of those nasty stank things. Not one. Call them. 414-877-5811. And this is the reason I they're here as a sponsor. Because I love them. And they work. 414-877-5811. 414-877-5811. 5811. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. Hey, if you're looking for a, a good place to go to eat in the Waukesha area, Brookfield area, check out our buddy uh, Joey Albanese. Albanese's Roadhouse, right there on Blue Mountain Road next to Menards. And they are still looking for people to uh, join them. Uh, on uh, the, for the bocce ball, bocce ball leagues. So whether it's just you, you're looking to go out and meet some people, which is always great, maybe some friends, you want to get your own team together, they're looking for people to join the leagues. Bocce ball. Love playing some bocce ball. That's easy. Easier than, say, a golf league. <laughs> get out and enjoy yourself. Male or female, doesn't matter. Get out to, to Albanese's Roadhouse and enjoy some bocce ball. Also, hey, if you're going to be taking the shuttle, whether it's tonight uh, out to see the uh, Milwaukee Bucks down to the Pfizer Forum, maybe you're uh, heading down to the Brewers game at some point coming up, check out our friends at Steny. Second and National Walkers Point, they run shuttles to all the games as they say you should be here. Speaking of the Brewers, speaking of the Brewers, in the offseason, one of the things that we talked about uh, with as far as this 
team goes, um, we thought, well, the uh, the first base position is a position that needed to be fulfilled, right? Because you thought, okay, your outfield is deep. You know, you, you've you've got Kane, you got Renfro, you got uh, McCutcheon, you've got uh, Christian Yelich, you know, Tyrone Taylor. You got those guys. They're they're out there. You've got it fortified. Your infield's pretty much fortified. But the ones the one area, even with Urias being down, still the one area has been first base. It's been first base. And we thought, well, you know, Freddie Freeman's got to be the guy. Nah, he's probably going to be too expensive. Kyle Schwarber, eh. Anthony Rizzo, how about that? Ah, he's probably going to be too expensive. So they kept Rowdy Telez. Rowdy Telez today, yet again, take a listen. To the last pitch of the game, every pitch of the outing. That ball's gone. Let's see if he called it. Corbin Burns, good for an inject from Rowdy Telez, his third of the year. Nice to see the big fella starting to put it together, huh, Corbin? Absolutely. When that guy touches a baseball, it's, uh, it's going to go a long way. Corbin Burns being interviewed during the game today, calling the shot. The minute it was hit, you could hear it. The minute it was hit, Corbin Burns saying, that was gone. That was gone. That was gone. Corbin Burns calling the shot. Listen to this again. Corbin Burns, he's 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 doing the interview, like in, in the inning, and Rowdy Teles at the plate. And uh, the minute the bat cracks, Corbin Burns, from being a guy that stood on that mound to watch more than a few baseballs leave American Family Field, he calls the shot. Here it is. To the last pitch of the game, every pitch of the outing. That ball's gone. That ball's gone. That ball's gone. That ball's gone. Simple. That ball's gone. Rowdy Telez, he's one for one, has a home run. So you start to look at the numbers, and you think Anthony Rizzo. Would have looked good in a Brewers uniform, right? Hitting 200. Three home runs, eight RBIs. Hitting 200, though. 404, slugging. Or on base percentage, 486, slugging percentage. Freddie Freeman, hitting 295. 373 on base percentage, 432 slugging percentage. One home run, five RBI. He's the best of the bunch. Kyle Schwarber, hitting 159. 229 on base, 386 slugging, three home runs, seven RBIs. Nick Castellanos, 267. He's the second best of the bunch, hitting 340, 489, two home runs, six RBIs. So Freddie Freeman, 295. 295 with a home run and five RBIs. Rowdy Telez, 294. A 998 OPS, three home runs, eight RBIs. The first base position. The first base position is not an issue. Is not an issue. He's almost 200 points OPS-wise better than everybody else at first base. Rowdy Teles. So, look, proving me wrong. And Rowdy Teles, for all the money that's being spent on Nick Castellanos, Kyle Schwarber, uh, Freddie Freeman, and Anthony Rizzo, $373 million worth of talent right there. Rowdy Telez, $1.94 million. Now, we'll see how the rest of the season goes. But maybe, just maybe, David Stearns is pretty good at this general manager thing.
Just maybe. Throwing it out there. Just maybe. Hey, by the way, uh, for you NBA fanatics, uh, Devin Booker, kind of figure this, out the rest of the series for the Phoenix Suns. That's a big blow. He's, for as much as you want to say about Chris Paul, Devin Booker is the kind of the heart and soul of that team. And that's a big blow. Big blow. Devin Booker not going to be available the rest of the series for this game, uh, for the series against the Pelicans. Pelicans getting a win last night, too, by the way. Um, Just an update also, just an FYI. Right now, Brandon Woodruff, four innings, no hits, one walk, six strikeouts. Brandon Woodruff threw four innings, no hits, no runs, one walk, six strikeouts. So, Bill, how early is too early to complain about Council pulling him after six? Um, depends on what he's got going on. You're third game into the season. If um, you know, if he's on a 95 pitch pitch count or a hundred pitch pitch count, where are you? You know, are you in the ninth inning because he's mowing people down, or are you in the sixth inning? Because he's striking a lot out. You know what I mean? So uh, if he goes to the eighth inning and he's sitting at 87 pitches, you got to let him go. You got to let him go. I think about 110 is probably going to be the max. Um, but if he's, say, sitting at 85 pitches and he's in the in the sixth inning, you let him go another one. If he gets through it efficiently, you let him go another one. But right now he's sitting after four innings, 63 pitches. So you would figure, let's say he gets through the fifth inning and he's sitting at 80. 15 pitches, 17 pitch inning. You know, you got five more innings to go to get through with a no-no. I don't think I'm I'm going to let him go past the seventh inning. Is that wrong? I agree with you completely. I would even I assume it's going to be after six, depending on the pitch count. I just I say that jokingly after yeah. last year the Burns debacle and then the Kershaw one right. last week. I I I don't know. I I'm probably going to guess if if he still is throwing a no no, they probably let him go seven. But beyond that, sitting at sixty three pitches right now, I. I can't imagine it. The problem is, and it's a good problem, he's striking batters out. He's only got one walk, but he's striking guys out. The problem is strikes eat up pitches. If you could get a couple of batters out within three pitches, you know, you get one for a pop-up, another one, you know, you throw a ball and then a ground ball, suddenly you got two outs and three pitches. That's one of those innings you're you're hoping for. But the fact that he's he's throwing so many swings and misses right now, um, I, I don't know, man. This is Brandon Woodruff talking about it yesterday on the program. Stay, take a listen. Oh, it takes a little bit. This this year has been, well, the last few years have, has been different as a whole. And, um, I, I mean, if you really look at it, um, you know, the, the first couple outings of the season, um, are still technically supposed to be spring training outings if you if you account for a full spring training. So, um, 
yeah, I mean, guys are, are still trying to get into a groove and, and get going, and it's such a such a long year. And uh, but yeah, I mean, it takes a little bit to, to get settled in, but but once you do, it's it's um, everybody's good to go. So there you go. Everybody's good to go. Good to go. 877-867-1670. I I don't want to see them blow out his arm, but right now he's got a no hitter through four innings. Did I just say that? Did I just jinx it? Yep. Is that what happened? Am I going to get blamed for this now? Well, you could spin it and say because you jinxed it and it won't be a no hitter, then his arm won't get blown out because you won't have right. to throw 130 pitches. I'm doing nothing but helping the Brewers. The Brewers saving grace. That's that's what it is. There you go. Speaking of saving grace, uh, check out our friends at the Water Doctors. The Water Doctors, H2, the letter O, doctors.com. I had a friend of mine call me yesterday. He said, Bill, what's that water softening system? He needs one for his condo. I said, it's the Connecticut system, hands down, by far the best. Wanted to actually see how good it is. Drove to my house, and I said, try the water. If you drink water, try the water out of the reverse osmosis. He's like, you don't taste anything. I said, exactly. It's nothing but refreshing and wet. That's all it's supposed to be. No taste, no plastic, no metal, no nothing. Here you go. He's like, okay, done deal. And he called uh, John Atley over at the Water Doctors, said, give me one. How are we looking? There you go. It's that simple. The Water Doctors, H2, the letter O, doctors.com. That is H2, the letter O, doctors.com. Or call my buddy John, John Atley, over at the Water Doctors, 262-549-7733. 262-549-7733. Again, 262-549-7733. Final segment of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.